Uh, hey, this is what we have every Tuesday, everybody. A little bit more organized. Uh, but, but, oh, shush. Uh, we're going to have Corey Brian's on here. never going to have to get married. He has me to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have Tori on here very shortly. Because, after all, if I can do chat, or I can get on one of these things right here. You know, one of these screens of uh, StreamYard. Uh, anybody. Hey, Dave. Same with Josh. And hello, everybody in chat. There are so many different people there in chat. It's incredible. You know, that's incredible. You know, this puts me back into years ago when I first started, where 16,000 were in the chat at one time. Mm-hmm. You know, that is phenomenal. And we're getting back to that, it looks like. And I'm trying to add her to the screen right now. Tori! Yes, yes, Tori. <laughs> Tori. Tori Hi, I'm Brian Lang. How do you pronounce your last name, for one? Maris. Maris. Like the football player, George Maris. Nice, to meet, you, nice to meet you, Brian. Don. Hey. Josh. And Patriot Rep. Yeah. Loving he, the he's, a, he's a Brian, too. He's a Brian, too. Uh, anyhow, thank, thank you, Don, for hooking us all up for this. Uh, we are going to be talking about Ohio, of course, but there's something I want to ask you straight up with everybody else watching, and I'm not putting you on the spot because you've already talked about it several, several times. I just want to bring up something that I've talked to these guys about, and they really didn't know what it was. So now I'm going to bring it right straight up to you. All right. Do you think that Operation Mockingbird is alive and well? <laughs> it's been alive and well for a long time. I think it peaked in uh, 2018, right? Uh, well, 2020, but we were already used to it. The peak was 2018, and it goes for both sides, of course. Oh, of course. Absolutely. Well. Uh, some people that come to mind as far as both sides, as far as on the right, Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, you know, those are just a couple. I can't go through all the names, but. You know, the list of who's not, you know, working against us is way shorter, so a lot easier to uh, roll off. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Tori is running for Secretary of State. Why don't you talk about that real quick? Uh, running for Secretary of State. What motivated you to do so, for one? Uh, was it just because of that LaRose doing such a lousy job during the last election or what? Uh, first of all, his election is questionable based on the fact that the machines weren't certified then. But having said that, the reason I threw my hat into the race is because Ohio is the key to everything. And I say this without, I'm not overstating it when I say this. Uh, Ohio is a battleground, a battleground state. And when I saw that there were two people that threw their hat in the race on the Republican side, obviously the Democrats, they had their own, um, what was it, uh, casting call. So Chelsea was big, right? None of them could stop what was happening. And none of them thought anything was wrong. Uh, LaRose, in fact, spearheaded the majority of the things that we see going throughout the nation now. The misinformation through elections, he signed all those contracts. He spearheaded that. 
You know, the fact that we've got, you know, foreign entities and Craigslist and Facebook in our elections is because of LaRose. And then one would say, John Adams, I'm sorry, cut from the same cloth, just a distraction. They all get paid by the same sponsors. And that's the problem that we have. The United States was founded on people serving their communities. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, they're constantly getting funding from sources that they have to represent. If someone pays you, you are theirs. Like when you go to work and they cut you a paycheck, you abide by the rules, you wear, you know, whatever uniform, right? And you just do your work. That's the same thing there. This is why we had TV coverage claiming this, the shot was amazing because mm -hmm. all their shows were sponsored by Pfizer. Yep. You know, and this is the problem that we have. If you put NASCAR outfits on these people, right? It's it's insane. LaRose has open societies, Facebook, First Energy, Les Wexner. I mean, taking money from a pedophile, really? Did really? You say he has open society? Yes, he had funding from open societies. That's George Soros. Yes, it is. And mind you, <laughs> speaking of that. I saw an ad and I couldn't believe that he put it on his page. Vote, go vote or something, Ohio with the little right. fists in the air. All right. Yeah. So they actually were in my building here in Cleveland trying to get people to sign up. I videotaped them admitting <laughs> that George Soros was funding that. And in fact, I found out there is a lot more to that. That's a story coming. But unfortunately, instead of me dropping the story today on these two things in regards mm -hmm. to the elections and the tools they're using, um, I've been working on the lawsuit that I want to file as candidate for secretary of state. But I can tell you, no one put their hat in the race. And you know why? Because they quash them. They squash you like a bug with yep. their money, their influence. You know, yep. they look at you like, do you not know who I am? <laughs> Um, so that's why I ran and I'm running to stop the use of these machines. It's game. Uh, we need no machines, not to uh, count the ballots. We need it to have chain of custody. We need our ballots to be treated like money. You know, once we get elections sorted, all the other things that everybody's complaining about from the drug issues, the human child trafficking, all of that, Right. You fix it once you can put people in office to fix it. Good. Right now, you know, it's kind of like we're putting out little fires or putting Band-Aids on things when at the top, no one's listening and nobody cares. Right. I mean, they keep funding on that. So yep. um, that's, that's when you, why. When you, when you said you put your hand in the air, just like uh, ACORN and uh, uh, Workers of the World Unite, you know, it, this all plays together. I've been saying that for many, many years on this broadcast. Uh, but with machines. I've watched um, several videos that you've had out, okay? A buddy of mine, actually, the guy we blame here, his name is Larry, all right? <laughs> we go blame Larry, man. But he turned me on to you. He sends me different videos. I'm, I'm a very busy man. I have this three nights a week, and, you know, I do work during the day. But anyway, he sends me your videos, and I listen to them. And you are very articulate. And a couple of them, you're very pissed off, and you'll sit there and just let it out. You know, cuss, you know, that's what we why do. Not? Yeah, why, not? why not? Exactly. Why not? Anyone that says that they don't cuss is a liar, right? Yep. Yep. And if you can't express your frustration, then why would I believe that you're genuine? You know, yep. we should see the frustration too, 
you know, I and the good times. That. But the frustration, yeah, we should we should totally see that. Righteous is aggressive type, you know, the actual type. Tell tell all of Ohio in case uh, somebody's here that has not uh, watched your videos or know who you are. All right, tell them your qualifications. I, for one, know that you are way more qualified than LaRose to be in the office of Secretary of State and watching over our votes and everything else. Tell the people your qualifications. Well, I'm more qualified because I've rigged elections in over 45 countries outside the U.S. So if someone knows how to stop rigging of elections, it's probably someone that would rig them. So that, that basically I was a private contractor and that was my job. Um, having nations embrace technology uh, so that way we can install leaders that we chose to be. Purple elected. thumb? The purple thumbs? So you <laughs> yeah, in, in, uh, <laughs> so, um, so uh, those are my, I guess, qualifications for Secretary of State. Regards to business, mm, it's all about the audits on that one, right? Uh, on the business side of things for the state, it's all about the audits and it's all about what it gives back to Ohio. We have a lot of businesses that come in and, you know, like I, I, I think I talked about it yesterday, if I'm not mistaken, in my town hall. Mayfield Heights has a Walmart. When they opened it up there, they got tax easements, you know, because they're bringing jobs. Right. And then they have to pay after that honeymoon period. They have to pay real estate tax and different taxes. Right. Well, guess what? That's when they pull out. Well, they, they most most Walmarts, uh, they go outside the city limits to build so they don't have to pay the taxes. Well, yeah, but they still have like property tax. They get property yeah. and city oh, yeah. taxes. Yeah. But this one like just closed down because that, you know, the, the honeymoon period was over. So they're just going to go open up somewhere else, do that for a couple of years and then do it again. And we're allowing them to do this. Yeah. This is not how we should be operating businesses. The way businesses should be operated are correctly, not by using the system so they can cut off, you know, cost. It's almost like Hollywood, you know, rather than them use Americans within the United States, you know, as contractors to do business. They go to um, if they go to Canada and most of their stuff is outsourced from there, then they get tax cuts. This is why Americans don't have jobs and they outsource them because for six months they could pay zero tax. That's the same thing they do here in Ohio with businesses, which is insane because nobody's put their foot down. And then we have Intel walking in and no one's telling Ohioans, hey, this is how many jobs it's creating. Right. These are big issues that, you know, we kind of sit back and just watch. But elections and the way your state conducts business are the most important. Excuse me. How many shell corporations come in and do business with our elections alone? Whoa, heavy question. So like you're saying like elections, like in pre-elections, conducting the elections, post-elections. Pre, current, and post. So pre, tons of them. Uh, I mean, you guys should know from your counties, if you're, you know, asking them questions, they contract out a lot of things. Right. So we have them making billions of dollars, if anything, pre and during, I guess. Post, it's more gearing up and collecting the data so that way they can have better runs the next time. And getting their stories straight, too. Right. Well, you know, the elections are very sophisticated the way they steal them. 
Okay. This one was a little bit bootleg only because it's the same thing as Ukraine, right? I actually put this in my um, declaration, uh, which, you know, out of all the declarations that were filed in these cases, if you read mine, mine is still standing. Nothing of that has been punched into a hole. In fact, two years later, everyone's talking about the things that I was. So the, the, the way that they do these elections is very sophisticated. Usually you would never tell unless there's a hiccup. In Ukraine, when we conducted their elections, right, there was a problem just like the one we saw with Biden. They stopped counting in the middle of the night, mm -hmm. right? And then in the morning, the other guy won. So we did that. And the reason you turn it off is that when you can't access the trap door to tighten up the algorithm, if it snaps, you lose. If it snaps, which is what happened between Hillary Clinton and Trump, no matter how the algorithm went, the turnout was so high that picture the algorithm like this, holding the two voters on how they want, like the program. Well, there were so many that turned up for Trump that it teeter-tottered his way, so it snapped. So then it wasn't funneling any more votes to Hillary off of President Trump. It wasn't fractionalizing it. That's what happened in Ukraine. Now, if you dig up on Wayback Machine, because they've scrubbed all that, right, um, you'll see that they were saying that someone had the keys to the trap door to mitigate the algorithm. So if you see it, it's there. And the reason was, is because the Ukrainians themselves, the Ukrainian liberation, whatever, whatever, had actually penetrated the trap door. And so we said Russia hacked it because they were Ru Russia files, right? We said Russia hacked it, but there were Ukrainians that wanted a fair election, you know, so they can split Ukraine, right? And um, we fixed that. And that's exactly what we saw in 2020. Identical. Identical. Only we didn't say the Russians hacked it, right? <laughs> there, there's, there's so many evil players uh, within this. You know, you, you've, you've said it on uh, many reports like um, the Shadowgate. You know, that was one that was major. What was that, 2019 when that came out? Um, I think just before the elections. I mean, and oh, okay. yeah. And this is why we need to stop the machines. Because now they know how you vote. They know how, you know, Dawn, who she votes for, how she does. They know what, you, you know, if you're straight party ticket or not, Brian. They know every single vote you cast. And you're going to say, no, they don't. Yes, they do. They're collecting data. This is why they put us on the e-poll book. Because, look, no one's campaigning. Everyone's like, oh, you know, Biden won't come out of his basement, right? But how many people do you really see campaigning? You got, you got it right. They just announced yeah. uh, two uh, debates with uh, J.D. Vance and that other Ryan, isn't it? Uh, they just announced two debates. He finally came out of the uh, basement, so to speak, and they're going to have two debates. They weren't going to have any debates. So in other words, they're not campaigning either. So, Well, they, oh, sorry, I've, I've asked LaRose and Chelsea Clark for a public debate, too. Let's see if they'll do it. Since election yeah. is at the forefront, I don't see why not. But I'm not talking just about like debates. I'm talking mm -hmm. like going out to events. Right. You know, right. they're not. And here's the reason why. They have all this data. They buy this data. If you guys saw 2,000 mules, you saw how much data you can actually buy. They buy this data that's been collected by security and other contractors and private mm -hmm. contractors that redact your private identifying information, whatever BS, right? And they sell it to them. 
So if I want to get elected, I'm like, oh, you know what? I don't have to go to Akron, Ohio. I got that. This is what the data says. I don't need to go there. Maybe I'll go do an event, I don't know, in like Toledo or, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, Cleveland. Then that's it. And you're done. This is why they're not campaigning. They buy the data, which has your profile, including your Facebook likes, hates, your tweets, your truths, your Gmails, your SMSs, everything, a complete picture of you. And, you know, this is what they're doing. They don't have to. They'll just buy the data and get elected. That's it. It's absolutely abhorrent the way our elections are ran anymore. We need people like yourself. We need people like yourself that are grassroots coming from uh, just wanting to do what's right for this, this state and this nation. You know, that's what's absolutely needed here in this country. Uh, all right. I'm going to open the board up to any and all. First, I'm going to go to Dawn because she's the one that set all this up. Dawn, do you have any questions or anything that you want to present to Tori? Yeah. Now, when you say that you're going to um, take out, remove the voting machines, how will you take that from federalized to localized? So the only reason we're federalized in our elections, right? The only reason the feds are involved in our elections, right? Is because we have machines. Mm -hmm. CISA doesn't need to be here if you're counting paper ballots. Yeah. Okay? And, and, and that's just one factor if we're talking elections. But when I get elected as secretary of state, the first thing I'm going to do is pull all Ohio servers. <laughs> Not if. Them. Not if, but when. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yes, when. Is, yeah. Is, is, is already won. Like I tell people this, 75% of uh, mm -hmm. Ohioans are registered as, in, as independents. Mm -hmm. Okay? And, and, and it's specifically the left, they'll prefer the independent even if they don't know who they are nine times out of ten. Right? So, and, and, and so, I, you know, that's not an issue. What we need to do is pull our data back because right now, FBI, CIA, they just purchase all our data, everything mm -hmm. we're doing in Ohio, the amount of power we consume, uh, you know, that's important information for the security of your state, right? Yeah. And you should say, well, we should trust the federal government with it. Why? Why do we not No, but why would I give them my most prized possessions, which is my, my state's data and information, Right. If they get hacked. Right. That's a problem. They can access it on my servers that I protect with the best protection I can. That is either better or is equal as better as the one that the federal government has. But we should be keeping our data because this is how corporations buy our information. They don't have to go through the state. Have you ever heard on the call, um, like when you're talking with insurance, oh, we only share it to third party approved yeah. by federal government? Mm -hmm. That's it. Blah, blah, blah. And in that law, it says contractor. So I could just sign up, get an EIN and be a contractor and say, give me all of Don's town's information on heart issues and mm -hmm. um, how much of them have minerals under their land. And, and then if I want to come and do a hostile takeover in your state or in your city or in your town, right. take you out, I've got all the weapons in my hand. I'm just saying, like, like Intel did, because they bought data before they picked the location. Mm -hmm. We don't need these corporations. We need them out of our business. We need it back to the people and, and to keep the sovereignty of the state. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, uh, are you not for Intel coming in here into our in our, into our state? What do you mean? Well, in, in as far as having a business where they're supposed to be having it, I mean they bought just like you said Intel <laughs> in right. order to purchase the land where they got it and everything else like that. But are you for them coming into our state? And so let me tell jobs, you what Intel did. Okay, so I'll tell you. So Intel opened up outside of Portland in an area called Beaverton, right? They created a campus there, just like Nike did. And what they do is they then have deals locally, your Ohio and legislators, watch out for those deals, where they negotiate with the politicians like, all right, you're going to build so many buildings because I'm going to have so many employees. You're going to do this. I need a fancy you know, gym and I need a Planet Fitness. And then well, everyone's getting deals. This is how your politicians become rich. And in yeah. the end, we push them to say that at least this much of, you know, the employees will be from Ohio. But in Oregon, they did the same deal. But the majority of them were H-1 visas from overseas that were cheaper. And so they pretty much created it to be their own village, right? And it was extremely expensive and something that the city, after they leave, cannot maintain. Because it was, you know, funneled and fueled by them. So if they move, you're you're stuck. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And H one B visas, they can be used uh, for Intel though too. They can bring in anybody they want, like the people are coming through the south of the border, right? Yes, they can. Yes, they can. I mean, the people in the south of the border aren't really Intel employees. Most of the people that are coming here are you know, part of a plan. Now, don't get me wrong. I want Intel, right? That would be amazing. But why do you need the waters? Why are we making the conductors here? And are, you know, Ohioans getting jobs? And what tax deductions do you get? And who's got the contracting for the buildings? Was it fairly done? Or was it a backdoor handshake to give you maybe a few extra months on property tax or easements? You know, those are the things we need to look at. Sorry. I just wanted to, you know, complete that thought because a lot of people think that I'm anti-business. I'm not. I, I want to make it clear that we need to make sure that it's not going to leave us in the position of having this derelict mini town. Yeah. We leave. Okay. So then if, if you're saying that, you know, this, this whole, like yourselves, you know, you don't have to go out and beat the street. So then, What I'm, trying to, what I'm trying to say is, how do we know to trust? How do we, is it, is it okay for us to vote? Is it a sketchy thing to do? I mean, because there's so many people right now that aren't, like last election, 8% of Ohio got out and voted. 8%, that's nothing. So is it safe for us to vote still? Right now? Well, are you talking about I'm sorry, what? The machine? Yeah, I mean, like right now, okay, you're running for Secretary of the State. Now it's time for us to go vote. What What can you say to the people pretty much to let them know, go vote? We always have. Mm-hmm. I hear an echo. Yeah, there's an echo majorly. Okay, is that better? A little bit. No? Yeah. I, I, I'm not doing, I didn't touch anything, so. Um <laughs> All right, so here's the thing. We always have to vote. Not voting is not an option, right? Right. And even in 2016, when the chips were stacked against us, I mean, God made it happen and the algorithm broke. Mm-hmm. And 
they couldn't get in there to fix it. I'm hoping that with my lawsuit that I'll be filing, hopefully by Thursday, that maybe we can ensure that we have transparent, fair, and with chain of custody elections. Right. If I want to win, I have to make sure that there's no machines. I can't win with the machines. That's period. Yep. Because it will dilute my voice and therefore it will dilute your voice and, and Rissa's voice and Josh's voice and Brian one and Brian two's voice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It will completely dilute it. Every qualified elector will not be heard. Right. Yeah. There's just so many people that you just hear that from. And I just, I really wanted everybody to hear that, you know, like I've said on the show before too, you know, I don't agree with how things are being ran with our elections. I get it. But I at least want to go to bed that night and know that I at least tried to do something. I at least tried to change something. And if we don't have that, we aren't going to get people like you in there. We just are not. And that's where I really wanted people to hear that you have to vote. Yes. I mean, you just have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you I mean, have you to, grassroots you have in there. You got to vote. Otherwise, you're not going to have no grassroots in there. We're not going to have any. No. No. I, I think that's on your end there, Don. Uh, when she when she's speaking, I think that's on your end. Okay, I'm muting. Yeah. Okay. So I see that that statement on there. You know. Ohioans got to work uh, for the past couple months and they were sending emails to the counties, the board of elections in their counties and asking them to retain information and to obtain information. Frank LaRose on September 19th drew authority from a bill that was just passed house bill 99, which has to do with um, guns and terrorism in school. And he drew authority from domestic terror threats to tell the counties that they don't have to tell the people what they're doing. He put that out there and that tells you everything you need to know. Yep. And the reason, and he said specific things like IPs and stuff like that. No one asked you for the IP address. He's overstating. He won't give any information regarding to it. Cause you know, when you're talking to someone in some little County that doesn't know what IP is and you're like, Hey, is it federally held or state? They're like, we were told not to answer questions. Right. And they don't have to give you the full IP. They could give you the first three where you can determine if it's a Department of Defense slash Department of Homeland Security line or if it's owned by an ISP provider for Ohio. And what I'm going to tell you is, is that they're all federally owned. So our elections are being run through wires that DHS has unfettered access to. Unfettered access to. And if we remember in 2016, what did Kemp say? He said on CNN, oh, my God, Russians were in my machine. And it's like, what? And then two days later, no, the next day he was like, oh, it wasn't Russians. The Department of Homeland Security was there. Why were they in our election machines? What were they doing in there? And then he filed an IG complaint and everything. The minute he shut up, he became governor. (laughs) I didn't know that. I didn't know that at all. Yeah, I still have the clip from CNN. I've got all the IG letters that he wrote to them demanding answers as to why DHS was in their machines. Because, you know, while people think, you know, no big deal, in 2016, Obama's presidential transition team, they already had this played out. 
on January 6, 2017, Obama's designated survivor, Jay Johnson, declared on his own authority, of course, right? Because why not, right? (laughs) No one's going to question it, right? When you sit there and say, I declare that elections are critical infrastructure. Don't ask the people. Don't create law. Oh, my God. I just, as soon as you just said that, I remember that. And he just came out. I Put declare. it under He's the like, Department of Homeland Security. Anything. I covered yeah, that years appointed. ago. Right. But he's appointed. Why is he declaring anything? And suddenly your elections were theirs. Yeah. In 2016 in the summer, Obama's DHS was like, hey, states, you want to help? We'll just hang out in your like computer lines and monitor everything and record. No problem. We're just offering you free help. Just to help with the elections. Oh my God. So there's no Russian collusion. I forgot and then about people that. are like, 2016 wasn't rigged. Man, if some things didn't happen on that day of election, we would not be here having this conversation. You would be your social security number with no name at this point in time. Mind boggling. This is crazy. That blew my mind. It, it made me remember. I actually covered that. When it was happening about the home, Department of Homeland Security, everything went under that. That Obama put that together. Oh my God. <clears throat> okay. Uh, anybody else here? I apologize. Anybody else? I think the number two uh, raised his finger. Yeah, number two. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I got like I got two questions. I mean, I I know you got your podcast, and you uh, you um, I did see the shadow. Uh, Shadowgate, um, and I know that a lot of critics criticize you and all that. Um, I got two questions for you. First thing would be is um, you work for these private groups for a long, pretty good stretch of time, right? And I, I mean, I, I, I commend you and I, I thank you for being a whistleblower about it all. I do. I, I appreciate that. Um, but wh- when did you, what did it take for you to, to, um, when did you realize that it was integrally wrong, morally wrong to be doing what you were doing? And second question would be, would be if you, when you, when you get in there, um, I know you're going to be, uh, you've got to appoint the board of, of elections, um, uh, the electors. How are you going to vet that? How are you going to determine that? I think that I would appoint someone temporary until local counties had their own election. That's that would be fair. I appoint someone temporarily and then on their level, their county level, they decide how they want to conduct the choice of who's going to be representing. It's none of my business. I'm appointed to oversee everything. I'm appointed to ensure that there's security in as respects to elections, that the law is followed. Right. But I shouldn't impose myself on a little town and a big city. They should know what works for them. And if they don't, then maybe, you know, we need to, you know, exercise the Gonzalez directive that I want to put out. (laughs) So um, that's how it would be. Now, uh, considering that I'd be fresh and new in there, they all should be getting their resumes ready. Yeah. All of them. Every single one of them. (laughs) Like, I'm not joking. <laughs> no, I, I love that. I love that. You're right. One left, you know, I, 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 all of them know what's happened and none of them speak. Of course they do. 
course you know, and in the small counties, they know it's wrong when DHS is in your office overlooking your elections. They know it's wrong that they're recording all this information. They know it's wrong and they're still doing it. And they took well, an oath. They took an oath. Just the same as Josh, myself, and other military out there, yourself. Uh, we They took an oath. They aren't abiding by that oath. Can we confront them with that? No, I guess not, because they're getting away with everything. Go ahead. We should just fire them. The people need more power to fight. Um, One thing that I want to do is issue a Gonzalez directive. I want to change the way we remove people that aren't doing their job. If you guys remember that clown Gonzalez, he ran, you know, using President Trump, something that, you know, these that impeachment was a hoax. It's a witch hunt. All this stuff, right? Swears in two seconds later, he's like, impeach Trump. You should be able to get your money back. I gave that clown $100. Like, give it back. Give it back. You lied. You didn't hold your promise. And I'm not saying like speculative things, right? Because a lot of people will be like, that's a strike. No, it has to be very specific, right? If he clearly said these impeachments are a sham, there should be no impeachments. And then he <laughs> swears and turns around and says impeach. That's like pretty ironclad. It's not like I kind of thought or maybe or he had some wiggle room, right? That was like the deal breaker. These are the things we need to be paying attention to and getting rid of all those darn laws through directives and administrative rules because the secretary of state can overpower stuff like that for now. We'll take that apart. I need to take more power away from the office too and give it to the people, by the way. So uh, the one thing I would do is ensure that we can remove these people. You get a mayor and he's six months in and he's out boozing or calls you a brand like the mayor of New York did today. Like, what was that? You know, uh, then you should be able to remove them. You should have the tools and the people are toolless. We have nothing. No, we have lawsuits. The only thing we can do is bury them in lawfare. That's their choice of poison. Always. When they come after you, they will come at you with anything you can, you can file a claim in, 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 in civilian court or an indictment on a ham sandwich. Nobody cares. You could put pictures that your kid drew at Denny's while eating. Then you could submit that into evidence in a civil suit. And it's not a crime knowingly that it has nothing to do with it. This is how they do it. And, but we should be doing that too. We should be law faring them to the ground because that is what we have. Interesting. Uh, okay, uh, Josh, what about you? You got a question or two? Uh, first, I just, wow. I, I had no idea what I was coming into. I thought I was going to come on here and listen to some politician tell me to, to come vote for him. Hey, I love you, man. You're an amazing human being. Thank You're you. a human being. You're a doggone human being. And thank I just want to thank you for being a And Josh is our skeptic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, I'm, I'm, you got my vote. You just yeah. earned my vote. I'm coming out to vote for you. Thank I you. will be out on November to come and vote for you. So thank you for being a genuine human being. Um, me and Brian are both business owners. Right. And I heard you say something on the lines of, um, and, and Dawn's a business owner as well, um, along the lines of taxes. I believe that our taxes, this whole thing needs reform. There's taxes on taxes on taxes on taxes. Well, first of all, here's what we need to do. As Secretary of State, I can suggest things for taxes, but what I can do is help small businesses, right? And one thing that I see is another scam that we have in our counties. Have you ever heard of the Chamber of Commerce? 
Huh. It's like you pay dues so that you can pretend to feel important. And then, you know, the guys that have been there for like a hundred years and they're dinosaurs, you know, you have to please them or else you're not getting any business or any benefits or whatever it is. Right. You know how that works. That's done. That's done. It's dead in the water because as secretary of state, I should be, I, I should have the ability to ensure that the whole state is being serviced. So I want to open up satellite uh, offices for the secretary of state in, uh, you know, like Toledo, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Akron, Youngstown, right? The, like the, the more cosmopolises, right? Not just the cities, but the cosmopolises yeah. and, um, you know, uh, have people on site that will help small businesses in the area. The secretary of state will have its own chamber of commerce. It'll say businesses within, you know, their jurisdiction It will be listed. No more chamber of commerce stuff like that caucus has to, I mean, it needs to be dissolved. These people yeah. are headed by corporations. We can't have that here. Right. And, and that's the thing. If you're a major corporation, you don't get a seat at the table. You got enough seats everywhere else. Just not Ohio. Yeah, um, and that, I just I just wrote down a few things as you were speaking there. I'm not I'm I'm really skeptical that you're going to make it. They're going to attack you because I you're know. So I'm okay though. Honest. I'm oh, okay. I've been you. around that block. They hate you. Oh, they hate you. <laughs> I know. I've been around that block though. I had a whole <laughs> colonoscopy, fake, <laughs> and I stood there, and they wanted me to play the game. I was like, I'm not. I'm not playing this game. Content, content. I was like, okay, now come and get your money. Test me. Test me. This is where we go to the test. They, they, they're going to come at me with anything they want. I mean, yeah. I, I won't be, <laughs> you know, sometimes I hear the things some people say and I'm like, what else did I do? <laughs> like, tell me more. You know, it's exciting, um, even though it's annoying. But the, the thing is, the people that are in office right now don't want me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think the people do. I, I think the people need this break, yes. uh, you know, and we need more power back to the people. The secretary yeah. of state's office has just an insane amount of authority on things. And you know what? And he's enriching his buddies. I'm revamping this whole audit of the <laughs> of the businesses. It's going to be glorious. First, first yeah. is the GOP with the misappropriation of three million dollars and nobody goes to jail and nobody gets in trouble. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Like. And then they come at me and it's like, really, why are you putting the spotlight on yourself? Do you want some? Because that's how I paid attention on the $3 million and nobody got in trouble for it. Right. And this is like, oh, I must have missed that. Let me put a sticky note to remember that once I'm in office. Will you, office will you share with everybody how LaRose tried to not put you on the ballot? Which time? <laughs> <laughs> So, so just so you guys know, I ran first to go under the banner of the GOP. Uh, but I already had anticipated that the GOP were like, you didn't kiss the ring. So you're not going under GOP. You don't pay dues or anything. So I was ready to put that fight up. So I was prepared for that fight. But I did not expect what LaRose did. Like, he sent out Amanda Grandjean, right, super lefty. Right, that he appoints in charge of our elections. Like, what? No. She's fired too. Uh, she um she sends out an email instructing all the counties to invalidate my petition. Now, law says that when the county gets my petition, the only thing they're allowed to do by law is to count the signatures. 
right? They're not allowed to say, oh, your petition's not valid because I'm a statewide candidate. Guess what they did? They did just that. The Secretary of State's office literally instructed all the counties to violate the law. And only a few counties with only 500 signatures came back and said, nah, man, that's illegal. We're not doing it. So then the media was like, oh, she didn't have enough signatures. And it's like, no, man, (laughs) they didn't even look at the signatures. They just threw them out because they told them to. And that was against the law because he didn't like the fact that the document that's two pages wasn't printed on both sides. It was separate. So they're separate documents. So 69 pages, what are we supposed to have one continuous roll of paper? Like that doesn't make sense, but he won that. He won that, but I came in as an independent and he couldn't win that one. I mean, he couldn't come at me a second time because they already violated the law. And I put the county, the directors of the counties on notice already. Like those guys are getting fired and prosecuted for misdemeanor. They should be held accountable. They broke the law, right? They they took an order and broke the law. They're supposed to have common sense and they didn't. So, you know, he, he did it again, but this time he tapped Justin Biss, who was at the White House and who was also one of the losers at the White House. You know, the Republican establishment types that were just putting up with Trump just for the sake of it, right? To get experience, those kinds. So that was Justin Biss, who on my way out from the kangaroo hearing that we had with a fixed judge told him, brush up because you're coming to federal court. Looks like it's going to happen because I'd like him to answer those questions. Like, how do you figure out that he had to protest those signatures? He didn't because the emails say the lawyers did. The whole law firm did it. Wasn't like 54 or something, 53? Something. Oh, my gosh. No. Like, they, just, they said 65 at first, Brian. And then by the time they had to submit evidence, they dropped it to 54. And then by the time we got into the courtroom, it wasn't even court, right? It was such a sham. Such a sham, like such a sham, you know, it went down to 18 and then they got, you know, those knocked off the 18. So it's like, you know, you go there and you're like, it's a hearing, right? So you're like, all right, so testify, dude. That's what the law says. You need to testify as to how you did. No, he doesn't have to testify. It's like, what? Why are we here then? He protested. He should testify. No, he doesn't have to. His lawyers will do it for him. All right, I want to question him. Sorry, you didn't subpoena the plaintiff, so you can't ask him questions. It's like. It don't make any sense. I apologize for leaving. I had to I had to take care of business. I All apologize. of you like popped off. I thought I was saying something weird. <laughs> he does this. Uh, let, let me. No, I didn't mean to be rude, but I, you know, I've been sitting at this computer for over two hours already. <laughs> Okay, so you're a very, very strong, strong person. What do you? How are you going to deal with conflict when you're in office? You like, know what I mean? Um, okay, so you have well, mm-hmm. Democrat Dewine, and you, and he's going to fight you left and right. And then wow. how are you? I'm, I'm auditing his businesses. Wait till we see what we get in Haiti. <laughs> you know, I got a, I got a short story to tell you about Dewine. Now, I, I don't know the whole facts of it. All right. I don't know all the facts of it, but there's a brother of mine that's called Brian Thomas Coth. All right. His good friend was killed up in Northwest Ohio. And, uh, 
it was because he was going to divulge everything about what was going in the water up there, all the leak, and DeWine sat back and watched this happen. There was a whole trial and everything. DeWine let it go. And Brian Thomas Koth, uh, he blames DeWine. This goes back many years, about 15 years, something like that. But I was surprised that DeWine even ran for office and that he made it because of that background. Uh, but that's, that's something major that's behind him, uh, that he, and along with all the Republicans, pushed to get behind him, you know? It's absolutely ridiculous. Hey, he somebody... wants Wexners. Huh? Friends of the Wexners, so. No, that could be. Let me go to, let me go to Rissa. Let me go to Rissa. Rissa, do you have a question or anything here? Hey, hon, I wanted to first congratulate you for being able to be on the ticket to start with. You won that one. Not me. Thank you. It was Ohio, not me. Uh, My other question is, do you have anything to do with whether we're a sanctuary state or our cities? Mm. Would you have anything to do with that? Yes and no. So I would take a part in that. So when memorandums of understanding are signed between the states and the federal government to take in immigrants or refugees from other countries, they're usually done through a third party business. So that would be Lutheran social services and stuff like that. But I intend to remove their privileges within the state. So we'll be fine. Good. Okay. Thank you. But won't you have to have a legislature do that? Pardon? You'll have to have a legislature do that. Not if I audit them and they have crimes. In which they do. I'm sure they do. <laughs> yeah. We don't see it in Ohio. But in Minnesota, you see it. You see Lutheran Social Services, what they do there. You see it in North Dakota. You see it in Indiana. We don't see it in Ohio because nobody's paying attention. Wow. Now, well, well, to go on that note, I, I mean, us that have lived in Ohio for many, many years, when witnessing the political sphere here in this, I mean, I witnessed it firsthand with Eric Deaton. I don't know if you know who he is. He ran for Senate in the state of Ohio back in 2010 against yes. Portman, and Portman won simply for the fact that those people out there, the Republicans, chose to not go over and vote for Eric Deaton, even knowing he said everything that they wanted to hear and he would have backed it up just like you're saying. Okay. But the Republican party went against him. I mean, we're talking the lies, complete lies, almost ruined his marriage, you know, telling all sorts of crap because they got all the money. You said it earlier. They got all this money and they will be in attack mode against you. Right. They, they definitely will be. They will. They will. And I'm okay with it. Bring it. I'll eat it for lunch. I'm fine. You've I mean, already. I've had some really formidable enemies. And, you know, uh, you know, on U.S. soil, I guess the only visible one, well, he's dead now. So it didn't work out for him that well. You know, this is what happens when you get indicted and you don't want to go to jail. Right? Because the truth is the truth. So if they throw things at you, it's just mud. It washes off. It washes off. It doesn't stick unless there's something there to stick, right? Unless there's something there, then it kind of sticks around because it kind of looks the same, right? <laughs> but other than that, you know, it doesn't matter. They're going to come at me hard. LaRose yeah, is, you know, embedded with the World Economic Forum. You know, people don't know that when he went into legislation, when he, when he went into the legislature, right? You know what they passed? Jobs Ohio. We got to get rid of that too. 
They're a World Economic Forum mm-hmm. partner. Wor- Rose's workers. On the board. The people who funded it was House LaRose. He brought the bill in for his daddy and his friends. Workers like, of the world unite. Workers of the world unite. You know? All that, all, oh, man, they all work together. What have I been here for? How many, however many months we've been on here, guys. They, everything here works together. Everything that you're talking about works together. You know? These people are evil. And they're, they're, they're their own swamp. Just like uh, Trump said the other night when he was in Youngstown, I think it was. He said that Trump is really deep. He found out after he got in there. Uh, <laughs> how deep yeah. is it? That's what we want to get into, the minutia of this all. How this deep is, the is that? Right here, though, Brian. Look, Ohio jo- Jobs Ohio is a private nonprofit. LaRose went into legislature. John Adams knew, too. Hmm. Don't let him play, you know, he got money from Wexner, too, so he shouldn't be talking. Right. But, you know, when you when you sit and see it, they made it part of our legislation. You go to the World Economic Forum site and search Jobs Ohio. It comes up as a partner. Wow. His dad funded that whole private nonprofit. House LaRose did. They passed it through legislature and look at the amount of money it's making. His Frank's brother sits on the board as part of the deal, kind of like how Quid Pro Joe put Hunter on the board, right? And now his brother's on the board, right? And their World Economic Forum, this is how we're getting open society money. This is why we have Craigslist and TikTok, which I thought they were Chinese. They're not supposed to be involved. Why are they hiring them to promote elections and voting? You know, these are the things people should look at, that it's not like one day he woke up and said, you know what, let me see how I'm going to screw Ohio. Hmm. This is they all get groomed. Most of these guys in in the legislature are like burnt out lawyers that are there part time because they suck at being a lawyer. So they're part time legislator. Right. This is the usual M.O. Right. Not all of them. Most of them. Okay, most of them. That's the MO. Your prerequisites are, are you a lawyer? Do you suck at your job? You can go in for house rep or state rep. It's, it's, sort, of like, it's, it's sort of like in broadcasting. It's sort of like in broadcasting. The major broadcasters, the ones that are making all those uh, zeros at the back, right? They all go to this one dude who trains them how to be, you know? I, I was told that through another broadcasting company I was working for, a man that's been in the business for many, many years. But that's the, that's the same gist, you know. They groom them of how they're supposed to be, how they're supposed to act, how what they're supposed to say, just like Operation Mockingbird, you know. And it, it, it never is for the people. It never is for America. It never is a voice for America. It never is a voice for Ohio, just like you are. I mean, and they, they'll try and do everything they can against you. And we as Americans, we as Ohioans need to stand up with Tory, not not sit there and believe anything you freaking hear. Listen to her and have your own spirit be the judge. Ask the Lord. And I, I'm telling you, I got goosebumps right now. I don't know if you can see him. Can you see him? Uh, they're, they're free. This is just awesome that you are running. This is what all of America needs is somebody like you running in each state because we got to take back our country state by state. All right. I just little rant, little rant. Sorry. Carrie Whitlock here in the comments 
says, when you're done in Ohio, come to Texas and clean it up. We need candidates <laughs> like you, Tori. <laughs> you, can't so you can't have there's, her. You can't have her. Yeah, there's so many in Texas. I mean, that's another thing. I'm going to be in and out. I'm not going to make this a career at all. It's in and out. And that's if elections happen. Eight years, if, please. You know, who knows? Eight years. come about. Eight years, please. Uh, no. <laughs> come on. It's one term and that's it. And, 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 and that's the way it should be. I'm going to put term limits. I'm going to be lobbying for that stuff. I'm going to be the first secretary of state that does like radio with the people. And we're going to talk about all the news and how it affects Ohio. Unlike LaRose, I won't be going to help Biden get elected, you know, right. You know, Biden, he didn't want to run, right? He didn't want to run. Well, he couldn't run because of Ukraine. And everything with Hunter, right? He couldn't. So the deal was, if we put the right guy in Ukraine during elections, then I got cover. Then we're good. So they had to rig an election in Ukraine. Guess who was in Ukraine observing the 2019 Ukraine elections? Frank LaRose. Oh, my God. Of course he was. He was there observing the elections to see a guy that used to play a president on TV get elected as president with over 75%, right? No no biggie. It's just a surprise. Wow. You know, so when you, when you think of it, why is my Ohio Secretary of State of Ohio, it's not like of America, is of Ohio, going to observe these elections? You know, when... Biden said it himself. He's not going to announce until those elections are over. Wow. The elections happen. President Trump had the perfect call. Then he said he was running on the 25th. And I had said that from way before because they got caught. Rudy Giuliani was down there. They got caught. They got caught. We have everything. Right. They got caught. And Hunter was just a cherry on top. They got caught. And so why was LaRose there? Why did LaRose go to Israel in 2020 to speak on behalf of all the secretary of states and tell them how awesome DHS is and their election, right? These are questions Ohioans should have. Why are you country hopping? He, he was just at Nigerian elections. Like, dude, you don't even know how many tribes they have there. You know nothing of Nigeria. Why are you, why are you the, what does Nigerian elections have to do with Ohio? I can speak some tribes. I can speak some Ibu, can he? I mean, I have more in common because I've been to Nigeria. <laughs> to go down, I'm like, why is he going? It's like random. Why would the Ohio Secretary of State go to Nigeria? <laughs> like, nobody um, asked these questions. Why was he there with Cindy McCain ushering elections for Zelensky? Like, these are real questions that nobody wants to answer. They've been scrubbing articles. Wow. You know, it's it's he is so corrupt, and Ohio is the the crux of it and you know how i know tiktok because the minute i saw those t- trashing ohio have you seen those tiktoks no i haven't no i haven't i don't get on tiktok oh i do i don't i don't i just watch i my daughter usually commands that but i just watch and i watch trends and and i have some clandestine accounts where i talk to lefties about you know, human and child trafficking to kind of wake them oh, up. Man. Anyway, <laughs> side note, looking through it, there's a lot of videos talking smack about Ohio. Like there's nothing in Ohio, Ohio this, because our new slogan of the state is find it here. And they're like, you're not going to find it. It's actually quite viral. 
you're not going to find anything in Ohio. You're going to find depression and no, no, no. And I was like, nah, man, you used to be called the heart of America. Mm-hmm. Now it's going to be find it here. Find your voice as an American here. This is where Ohio is going to take a turn. Like when I tell people, hey, there was a mass exodus from the parties. Guys, we have like in 2021, we had 7.9 million registered voters. 6.1 million registered as independents or not affiliated. I already won. Like I am the majority of Ohio because I'm an independent and they fought me really hard. Cost us a ton of money too. And you know what we get? A $200 refund. Are you kidding me? Mm. <laughs> Why would you only ru- run for one term? Cause I think you should lead by example. And if I'm, I, I think the term should be longer. They should be single terms for six years. Well, I, I that, that is better than four years because four years, in honesty, right? It takes a good year to get the right staff in, right? You do your first hard hits, like I don't know, cyber sniffing stuff like that, you know, and then you come in, and you know, for the first year, you're just putting people in place, and then the second year, you start to roll out the policies. And then the third year they're implemented. And then the fourth year you're running again. So this is why positions should be six years. We shouldn't have, you know, such short ones. And Congress is a weird thing. Like, why are they two years at the yeah. House of Representatives? I don't get yeah. it. it. It feels like a, like a, like a, you know, MLM scam. But we look, we look at, uh, <laughs> we, we look at the presidential <laughs> cycle, right? They go in the middle. Just to give us something to do. But just take uh, uh, Trump, for instance. You know, everything actually was going good here in this country. I don't know. I don't care what anybody thinks about him. Uh, people were doing well. America was doing well, right? And it was safe. And that, yeah. yeah. And he was actually doing away with the swamp. And just like I said earlier about over in Youngstown, he said that the swamp is really deep. He found out after he got in, and he didn't have enough time because he was – being attacked for one the whole time he was there and he accomplished more by being attacked than what any other president has done, you know, but still he only had that four years. If he had had four more, who knows where we would be. So, that you know, that's why it should be six. I'm just saying in general, it should be six. It's a sweet spot. Oh, I, agree. You know? I agree. Yeah. You, yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. Maybe Absolutely presidents sense. should be, you know, um, you know, seven with a mid-year review or whatever. <laughs> but I'm just saying we need to have a more, it feels like they're just making money. Like Congress, there's yeah. no reason why. No, it's, all it's like, oh, election time, donate, 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 donate more of the cash cow. And then they come out again and then more of the cash cow. And, and they've been there like 20 years. And it's like, are they really running? Look at that I community know. organizer. Running every two years, you know, it's a scam. It's yeah. the union money that they're eating up anyway. So the community organizer goes in the Senate, not even there for two years, and then was elected president. Comes out a billionaire. I mean, <laughs> they play well, the they game. Well, they bill, I guess, so they can do they can pretty much do insider trading in Congress. No, look at Nancy uh, Pelosi and her husband. Who are the trade? Though? You know, we're the consumers that are being consumed. We are the trade. Yep, we do against the law. <laughs> Yeah, we are the trade. Is there is there there anything else that you want to cover just for the state of Ohio? And then I want to move on to some other things. If you, I want to get Ohio. I just want everyone to pray because I'm 
I'm really working hard on getting this suit together. And, you know, I want it in there just with a few facts. You know, I don't need a lot. And, uh, and, and this is going to be the way I can help not only myself to, to actually have a fair election, but hopefully we can set precedent, precedent for the rest of the nation and that they can cite that too and say, no, we want that too. And, and that way, you know, because your voice is your vote. Your vote is your voice. That's your First Amendment right. And I think both sides can come to the table with that. Because when you see how elections really turn out with paper and pen, whoa, you'll be shocked. You will be very shocked. Shocked. I'll tell you how many write-ins they don't even note in most states for decades. So I hope that that that's what I'm focusing on. I mean, there's a ton of policies, but the one thing I want to do is just reduce the powers that the office of the secretary of state has to and get rid of the federal government within our systems and make sure that the businesses are done um, with Ohio in mind. Um, So that's, that's what I'm going to focus on. I know I could get it done. So I already have ideas and how to get it implemented. Obviously you hire specialists for this, but the one thing that we are doing is a full audit of businesses and first and foremost will be every single elected person. They're supposed to be, you know, our role models, right? So you go first. Yeah. DeWine. How many of them remain? (laughs) Just see how many remain after that. And then, you know, now, well, okay. With that said, with that said, will you follow through? I know it's not your position to do so, but would you follow through with putting these people in jail? I can only do criminal referrals, but I right. can be very active on my podcast too, kind of to reinforce, like, hey, maybe we should be doing this, like demanding that they go to jail, like you know, like the kid that was run over in North Dakota. You yeah. know, the guy that ran him over is a CI for the Attorney General. Nobody talked about that. That's why he walked. Oh, come on. I was so pissed. I had things. I was so pissed last week over that. I didn't know he was a CI. Well, here's the reason why. When Lynn Stenjum killed himself, you know, the guy that completely ruined my reputation, right? 23 years of GOV attorney general emails were purged. So. How are they going to work with the CI when they have no record of some of the communications that went through? God. 23 years of emails disappeared. Oh, by the way, no one went to jail for that because apparently it's not illegal. We should just go purge, you know, our, our, you know, our state offices things and let's see if we'll get away with it. I mean, we should just do it for the fun of it because they're the person admitted to doing it and said tough noogies and they're like, it's not illegal. So we should all just walk in and just purge all their databases and say, well, they said it's not legal. There's precedent now. Let's go delete everything. You know, it's rules for thee, not for me. So yeah, following through a hundred million percent, you watch. Oh, I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. Mm-hmm. Now, has anybody gotten any questions from everybody out there? If you have any questions, go ahead and put it in the panel on the side in the comments section, and we'll ask Tori. Uh, if you have a question, put it out there. We'll be more than happy to ask her the question. Here. Go I ahead. got one here. It says, after so many lies the past two to three years, why can we trust you? 
and what is your weaknesses? I I want to. That's the one thing I'll never tell anyone is to trust me. (laughs) What you need to do is be trusting your gut, right? And what you have to do is look at the facts. Bottom line is, here's how you could see it in in a thin, straight, forward thing. You've got Chelsea Clark. She was selected by the Democrats to run, right? She went mm-hmm. through that run for something thing. Then you've got Frank LaRose. Now you can decide. Do yeah. you want to be a city or do you want to be part of the country? Those are the questions you need to ask. For one thing is, I've come out of hell and back. If people knew exactly what I've been through, you know, there were times in, in 20, 2019 and 2020 that I wanted to tap out of life. Completely. Yeah. Right. And I've been through really messed up situations in the Middle East and never, ever have I felt the way I did. So if I went through that, I'm totally fine. This is this is like a Tuesday for me. You know, I, it's like a Tuesday. I saw the Dayton paper. I'm, I'm, I'm like asking my lawyer, I want to sue him under the Ohio law. He sits there and writes, hey, here are the people on your ballot. Right. So he's like, da, 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 Republican, da, 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 Democrat. And then it's like. Da, 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 versus independent. And then when it comes to me, he's like dot, 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 plus Terps of Hori Maris. Like <laughs> all these candidates and you give me a yeah, plus. Wow. For a statewide seat. Like that's considered election meddling according to Ohio laws in campaigning when they do things like that because he treated me unfairly because there were other independent unaffiliates that he said versus this, this, this. To me, he put dot, 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 plus whatever. Like, mm. You know, I'm used to it. I'm ready for it. And for that reason, I'm going to win. You need an army behind you, too. And everybody listening, uh, and there was a question here. I was going to ask this. What is the best way that we all can help you? Talk to your neighbors. Community is based on conversation and, you know, exchanging ideas and seeing what's best for us. Word of mouth. That's that's the way it is, and that's the way it should be. It shouldn't be money. Now, obviously, I'm going to try to put out a TV ad um, in the next 10 to 14 days. Pretty good one. I've asked them for a public debate. If they won't have one, I'll just have my own, and I'll deep fake them. No problem. Uh, you know, I'm going to be out and about. You guys just need to ask questions and you guys need to be weighing these things out because I got a lot of hate in Ohio when I was calling out John Adams. You know, people were like, what? And I'm like, guys, do you see his record? He's got a great, really? Let me tell you this. So early on in his career, he was the one that spearheaded a a bill, right, in Ohio. This is how you can tell, right? He spearheaded a bill in Ohio to dig up pipeline to transport natural gas to Canada through Ohio, right? He was using eminent domain to take away farmers' land. I watched that happen. I sent emails. I corresponded. I think I was in Oregon at the time, right? I was really pissed because they were just taking their property. And I said, well, since you guys, since Ohioans aren't benefiting, you know, I was talking to the attorneys, since Ohioans aren't benefiting, they can't do eminent domain. Eminent domain is if it benefits the state. So these guys got a shit ton of money from energy companies to steal land away from our farmers and hardworking Ohioans that have possibly had most of that land for generations in their families, right? 
so that you can appease the Canadians with no benefit to the Ohioans who want to confiscate it. You see, that's where you can tell where a man stands. Oh, and obviously taking money from a pedophile, right? Because Les Wexner is a pedophile. He created Jeffrey Epstein. There was a witness who said that she was trapped in his house in Ohio with her brother. I, I wrote an article about that, and it has her testimony, her affidavit in there. Right. These are disgusting people. You think he had parties at his property and no politicians went? Mike should be very careful. You know, these are really big deal things. Right. These are big deals. They, these are big people. And when you have people like Wexner backing you, the world's got you. Wrong. Mm-hmm. But when the people know, they drop you. Right. Uh, my campaign got a big check from a company, guys. I'm not going to call them out. Right. I need it. We're on shoestrings, right? But guess what? I ripped it up. Do you know why? Because if you take money from corporations, right? You take from a little business, right? Whoever donates, right? But you take from a big corporation, they own you. Yeah. For me, you know, I work for like the best employer ever. My employer is the Fortune 1000. I work for the people. If I don't work, I don't get paid. If they don't like my work, I don't get paid. And that's how politicians should be. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't be funded by corporations. They should be funded by the little guy. I get $1 subscriptions every now and then. Sometimes I'll have 300 Sometimes I'll have 700 Sometimes 1000 Sometimes, you know, 100 Oh, must have fell flat this week. Maybe they didn't like the news or whatever, right? I rely on them. Me not doing shows means I don't get paid, right? Yeah. And this is how politicians should be. They should be relying on the people. They don't do their job. They have no job. Earn it. Yeah, just like right? in 2010 when the Republicans did a 180. All of them. All of them did a 180. Mm-hmm. Just like you said earlier, take back your money. You should be able to take back your money. There's a question here that I put there on the screen uh, regarding the corporates uh, like Starbucks that will not accept legal tender by October 1st. Can lawsuits be filed? Well... We have a constitution, right? We're, they're allowed to take anything that's acknowledged as currency, correct? If money is considered currency and that company is no longer taking it, then that company can't do business in Ohio. So uh, if you think LaRose is going to fix this, he's not. No. He really doesn't care. He wants the programmable cryptocurrency. That's on the docket. Okay. I warned about this a long time ago when they had all these people mesmerizing people with Nasara Jasara. I was like, what is this? You're telling them that they're going to love the crypto blockchain that's programmable. <laughs> oh, don't worry, everyone. No debt. Yep. But when I pay you $500, 500 credits of that is for housing, 200 is for food, $50 for luxury, because that's all you're worth, Brian. And Chris, you get 75 because I like your hair. That's how they're going to be programming it. When you get paid your wages... They're going to be telling you how you're allowed to spend it. Yep. Communism. And that's a problem, right? Mm. Yep. And they shouldn't be doing business in Ohio. Businesses that banned, that, that fired people for masks or vaccines, it's going to be open, open house. You violated Article 1, Section 21 of the Ohio State Constitution. You are now liable for a lawsuit. There's no protection. If they don't apply our constitutions, they shouldn't be doing business in our state. Oh, like Big Pharma that probably, uh, I'm sure you've seen this somewhere in your, uh, you know, research on Dewini 
I'm sure he got paid a good chunk of money from these uh, pharmaceutical companies during you know all that bullcrap. Well, I could tell you what he did where Go we ahead. have a crime, documented crime. So you remember the lottery with the kids? Oh, yeah. I, I spoke of that big time. Yeah. Wait, let me tell you something that you probably didn't know. So yeah. you know where the winner was? Well, there was five each week well, the, for no, five weeks. Yeah, well, the one winner of the big prize, the one that he had with the big prize, not the weekly one, the big prize lottery. Fixed. It was from Mayfield Heights. Okay. That's my daughter's school district. Do you know who sits on the school board there? Uh, the guy that works on Ohio Lottery. No. Mm-hmm. I have all that documented because God. against the mask mandate. And I was like, wait a minute. That's so weird. You're on the school board and she won. No collusion there. Right. And then he came out with the newer lottery to cover up the grand lottery because he got caught and I had all the receipts. And he's not in jail. Don't worry. Once I'm in. Oh, my God. <laughs> Seriously, though, See, nobody cares. See, Ohioans like I'm not saying nobody cares, but nobody pays attention to the little things. Mm -hmm. You know, right now in federal court in the Northern District of Ohio, I have two cases pending. Well, it's one case in that two cases that became one. Right. As you guys know, I filed a writ of mandamus against DeWine for the mask mandates and the vax mandates and the lockdowns, the whole nine yards, mm -hmm. because he violated Article One, Section 20. Right. Uh, section 21, which uh, he should have imposed, which is that they can't force us to comply with any medical anything yeah. or anything. Yeah. And, and it's very broad. Right. So it's good. Now, they, the Supreme Court for the first time just said no. They didn't even give me a response. Like, no, because like they're supposed to. It's just no. And it's standing like, noted bar complaint. Next. Um, that's a sticky note for later. Then I take the case and I put it into the mask mandate one. The minute I filed it, I told the judge that the school was not doing this for her health and they were following directions at the health director for their own enrichment and benefit because they were taking money. At that time, nobody knew they were taking money. I was actually breaking the stories from before, kind of like you remember that senator from Minnesota that told everyone how hospitals are getting paid, right? Mm -hmm. That was me. Because I was on the phone with his reporter, like right as they were meeting up to have the interview, I was like, dude, ask him to ask him about the money. He'll tell you. And he won't even know. And they probably didn't tell him to not say anything. Ask him about this. And that's where 108,000 a patient. So at that point, I had given the judge all the documentation that I had pulled out that they were making $3 million off of masking those kids. And then my kid won't comply and they can't enforce it because it's unconstitutional. Right. And it's still there. So I put DeWine in that too because they're one in the same. So it's the problem that I have now is that I see that in Ohio, there's a bill out that a lot of good people, good lawyers worked on parts of it thinking they were helping, right? But that's going to take away the power of the uh, article that we already have. People are asking for very specific things of vaccines. You know which one I'm talking about? And guess what? Why are you being specific? What does the Constitution tell you? If it's not explicitly stated, you have all the rights. So now you've just reduced that article, Article 1, Section 21, to say only like COVID vaccines or this vaccine. So then that means all the other ones are fair game. Do you see how we lose? Mm -hmm. We're sneaky. 
We should have just taken the broad one that says you can't make me walk with a cane, a wheelchair, a mask, take medicine, get health insurance. You can't force me in Ohio. That's the Constitution, right? And now we're passing a bill that takes away and identifies very specific rights. That's when your Constitution gets diluted. The broader, the better. Yeah, and once they take it away, they're not giving it back. Oh, it's kind of like the air. Remember, airline baggage was free before two, like what was it, two thousand one or two thousand two? Yeah. Then they said the fuel prices are going up. We got to have baggage fees. Then the fuel prices went down, but did the baggage fees go away? Oh. No. When they put it on you, they're not just going to give it back. They're not going to change it. You have to fight for these things. Yeah, you're going to have to keep putting amendments for like, oh, here's one for MMRs, here's one for MMRs, here's one for this, and suddenly. We're in this tedious game with a million amendments of all the vaccines and medicines we don't want. Okay, so I have another question real quick. You have worked with some pretty um, pretty elite people. Your knowledge skills are beyond any candidate that I've heard yet. Um, you are a very strong-willed woman. Why Secretary of State? Why not another position? It is the most strongest position for our state. The only way we fix things is if we fix elections, right? Yep. That's it. That's the First Amendment right there. Governor can't take away elections. He could try, but he can't. Yep. Right? And if we can fix that where we have fair, free, and transparent and chain of custody elections, you're going to see an Ohio that you never thought you saw. You're going to see that Cleveland is not blue, but it's red. You're going to see that the place you thought was red was really blue. It's it's that's how you do it. You start from the ground up and the ground up is our voice. That's the First Amendment. And then we've got the second to protect it. So we're good. Well, bravo, girl. Let, let me hard. ask you this. <clears throat> Back in uh, 20, when was it? 2012 elections. All right. Um, up there in your neck of the woods, there was 22 precincts that voted 99%. Obama. There was other parts of this state, like Wood County, 108% of the voting populace voted. Who were the evildoers in that? Plus, are they still around? I'm sure they are. But who were they? Do you know? 2012? 2012 presidential elections. Yeah. people now. I mean, they're appointed people within the federal government. But at that time, uh, there's an article actually on my page at says.com. There was an email in Hunter's laptop because I have that too, right? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen right? that video. Yeah, so I broke a lot of stories from that laptop. I didn't bother with the hookers and the cocaine, right? <laughs> because that that's like, it's, it's, no, I know people that are addicts and I know people that are that broken. So I couldn't, like, I wanted to make fun of him because he just made it really easy. Okay. Straight. <laughs> he made it really easy. But um, you know, especially some picture with MMs on his penis. It's like, okay, you know, he made it easy. The guy dropped off, got uncomfortable. <laughs> right? Just got uncomfortable. He, he was laughing too much. <laughs> but um, here's the thing. The emails though had atrocities. And one of those emails actually showed that in October, Obama already, you know, knew how the game was going to go. So, you know, they already knew like um, that Bush told him that he was going to be president or 
you can see the emails. I wrote it out there. Now I could tell you between Romney and him, they were pissed, right? Romney wanted control because they didn't trust Brennan and, and I make them right to, right? Brennan at that time wasn't CIA director. Okay. He wasn't CIA director at the time, but remember, he's the one that groomed Obama. He was with him as Senator and he was his personal advisor. So the, 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 the crack within our intelligence community on, on us soil overseas, it's like game over, right? It's global surveillance. There's no, there's no CIA. Like if you're a desk jockey, you know, nobody pays mine. You know, people like me were the customer of the CIA. I would ask them for stuff or they would ask us for stuff. Right. So if we were briefing units in Afghanistan or Iraq, you know, the team would then put a report. The report would go to the CIA and then they would take it with the DIA and give whatever it is to the generals on the ground. Just so you know, like in regards to intelligence. So that's um, that's in a nutshell what I found that they already rig your elections and they have it listed. There's a CIA memo on WikiLeaks that says that Bush had picked Obama but there was no elections. There are never elections. It's always a continuity of government, and it's just who's wearing what hat today. Jeez. Well, that, that's, that's been spoken it's about many, many I'm years. I'm seeing this. Like, there's emails. Like, there's one about you could, like, look election, and you'll see it, where they're talking, and Valerie Jarrett is telling, you know, and Biden was upset because he got cut out of the money deal that was happening. Like they gave Romney, that was it. They gave Romney part of the tiger fund that was his. So there was some money. So Joe was upset because they gave Romney money to shut up. And yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. on, that's on your Tory says.com Obama yeah. email yeah, yeah, scandal. Yeah, that was it. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Russell, you had a question. <clears throat> uh, yeah. It actually goes back to, uh, hmm. The Emergency Powers Act. Uh, I had someone from the Guernsey County group of ours. They want to know, do you have any control over the Emergency Powers Act as far as Ohio is concerned? Well, apparently um, there have been some changes in Ohio in regards to the powers of the Secretary of State, right? So they are kind of dubbed like DHS on the ground. Almost. I mean, obviously, because they own the place, right? But, you know, um, that's kind of it. Now, in emergency powers, I mean, it would only be delegated to what I would have, what ability I have. Like, I can't prosecute. I can't do things like that. I can't, you know, do anything except for making sure that your voice is heard. That is my job, that your voice is heard. Um, so any emergency that may arise in regards to your voice, you better believe I'll be right behind that one. But, um, yeah, those are kind of sequestered. I tell you what, all of Ohio and for that matter, all of America, I hope they are all watching this and I hope they stay tuned to what you are going to be doing. Hopefully, uh, we will get you uh, into the office of secretary of state and then later governor. <laughs> After I'm all, you're you're only going to do one. I actually thought of governor first. I actually went to Blythe, and I was like, "Listen, you like broke up with your lieutenant governor. You be my lieutenant governor. We'll win." And 
and I'll get out and then you could be governor and do the whole thing, you know, whatever. Let's just get in there and fix things. And he was like, no, I already have a partner. He was like, so you want me? Like, I literally did do that. And he was like, this woman, did she just say that? But I was like, all right, I'll go for secretary of state. But I did approach him for that. Cause I was like, that would have been. Oh, yeah. That'd have been rocking. That would have been. Yeah. Hey, make sure make sure you get your information. This advertisement that you're making, get it to Dawn. We can post this out, and we'll get our people on it. And everybody we know will have this in their hands. So whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna be in like certain places. I don't have any notes with me. I never take notes. I guarantee so you ain't coming if you're off the teleprompter. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, this is all in here. Six inches between these ears, man. Um, the the one thing I can tell you is I'm a little bit concerned that he hasn't responded to some of my questions, LaRose. I sent him a, a couple questions like, um, hey, what are you doing to make sure I'm on the ballot? Like, how can you assure me that the elections are safe? Like, I have every right to ask that mm-hmm. as a candidate. Yeah. He hasn't responded to that yet. And we had to go through my lawyer to his lawyer because we were in litigation. He only talks to me through lawyers. So weird. You know, I went up to him, shook his hand, and I was like, me the best person to win. And then I was like, hey, let's take a picture for good sportsmanship. He said, no. I was like, fine. Then don't complain when I meme you. Why don't we have, uh, as far as the Patriots in Ohio, all right, we, we have all sorts of connections here in Ohio. Why don't we have an email and phone bomb to LaRose asking him to debate you, you know? Well, Ask- we need that. We need Chelsea Clark on there. Election integrity <clears throat> is at the forefront. Let's have a conversation. You're so qualified. Let's see the pudding. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I love What's it. The thing? Answer the questions. Answer the hard questions. You know, yeah. maybe, you know, because that's where he can answer questions like, why were you there helping usher elections for Zelensky? <laughs> you know? uh, well, that's uh, classified. Well, I could tell you because I worked the desk. So let yeah. me fill in where he says it's classified. <laughs> yeah, stop me if I'm wrong. There we go. I mean, the truth needs to come out. Okay. Like, yeah. it, it, yes. You know, it would be amazing to be able to be able to put their feet to the fire. Absolutely. And it like a, you know, a controlled debate because that's what they want. Right. But bottom line is people should be able to ask these questions. Mm-hmm. They need able to assure the population that hey if you give me your vote i'll make sure your voice is heard right that doesn't happen your voice is your vote your vote is your voice that's like you saying something they minimize it they exterminate it it's it's terrible i think it's it's terrible and we need to start holding it so are you going to be traveling about then in the state of ohio are you going to be doing that yes hold on i'll tell you i i give me let she me, has data. She knows what areas to go to. So give her a second. <laughs> she has data. I'm looking, I'm looking. Okay. I know on October 4th, I'm going to be in Stowe. And then the 6th, I'm going to be in Canton. Okay. I, I mean, usually the, the campaign team, again, guys, I got on here because of the campaign team, because of the people. I'm just being put up there because I have the big mouth and I'm not scared. What are they going to do? Kill me? They can't do that. They can't. They can't. That's the only thing that they threaten you with it. And what are you worried about? That's the thing. That's the thing. This is what, what are they going to do to me? Audit me? Welcome. Sue me? Been there, done that. Lie about me? Been there, done that. What is it that they're going to do? And that's the problem. People are terrified because their kids are ousted from school districts. I've heard the horror stories in Ohio 
where someone runs in their local, you know, they're pretty bad. They're very, oh, they're terrible. They're, they're yeah, evil. They are. And it's really bad. And I hear these things and they're like, are you okay doing this? Like, I'm worried. Cause you're a lady. And I was like, lady, they can spit some fire. We're good. Uh, you know, because they tell me their horror stories. So think of it. We've got the wine with his son in the Supreme court, right? He's got power like no other in this state. He's covered by people like Wexner that are not in jail yet, right? We've got LaRose, whose dad owns alcohol distribution for forever, with the World Economic Forum behind him. You know, we're looking at D.C., but we're not looking in our backyard how crazy it is. We've got all the globalists here. It's like Klaus Schwab has a direct connection to Ohio. Incredible. And this is a big deal for us as Ohioans. Huge. What happens? Now, where hey, are you where, going, Aaron Lewis? With this, we'll be there on the 29th. Huh? The 29th? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're having a Patriot party at the Aaron Lewis concert up there in Lorraine. Uh, awesome. Uh, Lorraine, what is it? Lorraine Theater, Don? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yep. you can go to AaronLewisMusic.com, check that out, and be get tickets. We'll meet you there. All right. I got the email. If uh, if I'm here, I you invite me. Did I just self invite myself? Yes. No. We, did. <laughs> we, did. We, did. we got the limo. <laughs> yeah. The next, the next question: You do have protection, though. You 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 do have people around you keeping you safe and. <laughs> not because you're a woman not. or anything else. If you, were, if you were Big Brian up there, I'd be asking Brian, man, you got protection, bro? Because you yeah. you never you, asked me that, man. You got <laughs> 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 wow. We just we just need to turn up. Um, I've got to pray that we get this, you know, mm -hmm. lawsuit done and dusted. Um, and we need a debate. You know? we, we do. That's why I was brought up that uh, bomb, you know, email and phone bomb, LaRose. Hey, listen, dude, why don't you have a debate with Tori Maris? You know, why? and Chelsea. And I Chelsea. Mean, I don't know. She might, maybe we could just put a cardboard picture. She doesn't even come out of anywhere. <laughs> she, went that, she went through the one for something. It's, an, it's a program the Democrats have, literally. It's a casting thing. That's how they got AOC. She even tells you that she was casted for the role. So it, it, she went through run for something. So they picked her and they literally say it on NBC where they're talking about it. They're like, yeah, we just find candidates that fit the profile. And then we surround them with people to do their job. And it's like, oh, we're just telling everyone the truth. And everyone, sure, that sounds like a great idea. Wow. Actors, you know, and it's like, that's what Chelsea Clark is. You know, she's not yeah. running because she wants to run. She's running because she was selected for it. And she's playing a role. Like they say it. You should look it up on um, YouTube. Run for something Democrats. And you'll see it's a foundation. <laughs> and they tell you these things. And they say it out loud in public. It's not like under a table. Like, hey, we're just going to put this poser and play a string. Yeah, they don't even care. No. They're they don't care who knows it. Yeah, no, they're yeah, not. They're not the point. Yeah, they don't just, care. That's exactly what we're doing. And, and you're like, not my vote. That is the reason why it's so serious. That is just one of the reasons why it's so serious but that this election. I understand election the position of the people, O'Brien. Right? They're listening to this. It's on TV. 
And in what universe are you like, yeah, that sounds like a totally good idea as you're listening to it. Like what universe does it sound anywhere kosher? Just like when LaRose said, hey, Tori, you'll be on the ballot because the counties can print off their own ballots in in every county. I'm like, oh, that doesn't sound safe or kosher that Cuyahoga County has their fingers on a printer button and they could just print them, you know. Same thing here. <laughs> Doesn't sound kosher if the person's not qualified, but they look good. So you're going to surround them. <laughs> wow! Like you said that out loud, I was like, "Somebody stop!" <laughs> <laughs> Somebody stop, please. Yeah, it was just like stop. Like this is no. I I actually had to take a double take, paused it. I'm like, is it a real account? It's got the verification. <laughs> like this isn't real, but it was real. It was really real. Let let me. Uh, all right, we're going to get back to that, but I, I want to get something. All these things, like the uh, Shadowgate and the update of the Shadowgate, and then the other update, and then you got on your uh, website about the emails of Obama. Can you? I don't know how to ask this, except can you tell us the intricacies of? what you talked about in Shadowgate, because I've watched that maybe five times and I'm still like, um, I don't understand it all. Can we, I'm not the smartest freaking tool. You know, I'm not very smart, but I'm very, I got common sense. Can you tell everybody out there that's not, let's say computer literate. All right. Of, of all the, everything that happened in Shadowgate, can you tell the people? Because that is that is major. It is intense watching that show, watching that documentary, and all the information that's in there. Please go ahead. Well, um, it just talks about the type of work I did and the organizations that I worked in. No names, right? Well, they have names, but not really. The real foundation it is called Tamazian, but it was global group, global strategies group, global security group, global, whatever flavor of the month. That's exactly where, you know, Q tech is too in Luxembourg of Europe. And so basically what it does is it collects all your information. It literally twins the NSA stream. So whatever the NSA collects, every little bit of data, every second we speak, on the phone, every everything gets put into like this big kitchen sink for 72 hours, according to the law, right? It's supposed to be 72 hours and then they purge. Well, there's a global surveillance system in the hands of unnamed people that you'll never know and never see, like me, that don't exist. And what that system does is it takes every single nation's private data on every individual. So each one of you have your own profile. And, and, and not only that, we have it broken down with demographics. So it would be like, um, you know, in Ohio, it'll be Cleveland, downtown Cleveland, West Cleveland, East Cleveland, South of Cleveland, right? And it would have the demographic. So if I wanted to, I don't know, make you guys all choose Mickey Mouse for, you know, uh, a mayor of your city. I would take that data and I can then go down there and because I know your biggest fears, right? Your biggest loves and likes from all the stuff I have on you. I will find a way that it will resonate with the majority where you'll think that putting Mickey Mouse as mayor was your idea. And this is how you control the population by knowing every single facet of them. And not only that, controlling their growth too. 
So my job was data. My job was installing the right systems in order to facilitate that program to operate properly. So basically spying on every single human being. And then once you have that access, you can eliminate the amount of, you know, variables you have in your kingdom and you rule over them. And then you have something like the Hunger Games, you know, the chefs over here, the steel workers there, and you're in region one with freaky lipstick in there. And how does, what I found very interesting in watching both the update and also um, Shadowgate, the, the, how does it play in with Ukraine? That is very interesting. And Biden and all that. That, I, can you tell the people how? How could it how? not? How could it not? That's like the story <clears throat> now. There's so many Biden stories in the past. They're just not with Biden, right? They're with other people. Um, there are very powerful people out there. They're a very small percentage, right? And they control everything from what you eat, what you drink, uh, what you think, what you like. You know, before the vaccine, I was trying to preemptively help people with the upcoming vaccine. So I introduced my audience in 2018 and 2019 to graphene so they wouldn't be so terrified because people then, you know, start saying things that isn't true, right? And graphene, for example, is, is benign in small doses. It's actually used for RFID purposes. It can track you. Companies like Starbucks and other food companies have used it in their food. So when you would get coffee, it would have graphene in it and then graphene oxide. And then you would ingest the graphene oxide and then you would walk and they would be able to see where most of the people that bought coffee from came. So they would open up a store there. This stuff is all happening around this data collection from cameras to phones, you know, it's inevitable at this point because we're at that tipping point that you have to make a choice. Are you okay with eliminating people that just don't want to conform? Right. And have like a structured institutionalized life or do you want to have technology serve you and not the other way around? Right. And this is why we should be using artificial intelligence and technology for many things. But some things it's kind of like President Trump always said, you don't reinvent the wheel. This is reinventing yeah. the wheel. Why are we trying to change the way we vote? Why are we getting into that privacy area? Right. Why in the most sanctious, the most amazing thing we have as Americans is our voice. That's all we have. Really, we do have our voice, our First Amendment. That is what tells you you're an American. And if we change the way that's done and steal it and obfuscate it and control it, then we have no nation. And, and, and that's the bottom line. And this whole data-driven society is for that reason. You know, you're going to be getting digital currency soon. And so while you're working your nine to five and you get your $400 paycheck at the end of the week, it's not going to be $400. You're going to have allocated credits for gas, allocated for food, allocated for housing. Oh, but but that's not enough housing credits for my apartment. Too bad. Maybe you need to downgrade because we think you deserve a shittier place to live in. Thanks. And that's how it works. They decide because we've allowed them to. This is where it's going. Yeah, the executive order that uh, Biden put in there about the uh, currency. I talked about this a long time ago. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, people don't like to hear things 
you know, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, it is uncomfortable. And we have to have these uncomfortable, you know, conversations This is why I like to, I think I'm funny sometimes. Right. That's why I like to use humor because it's devastating. Mm -hmm. Right. Our tax dollars are fucking drugs. (laughs) Yeah, drugs, rape, you know, child trafficking. You know, the majority of the kids that are trafficked, I'm going to tell you this. Fun fact. Not so fun fact. 60% of them are used for experiments. Just so you understand the gravity of the situation. These are crimes that none of these people want to admit to. They turn the other way because it's like, you know, I can't do anything. I'm just a... Right, Jim? You know, and and Jim knows who I'm talking about. <laughs> I had to say it. I'm gonna, I was going to say his full name, but I didn't. <laughs> but they look the other way because they feel that they don't have the power. And what people need to realize, we do. Look at me. They've been knocking me about for years, ever since I started telling on them, not just on elections, but using drones. I leaked that stuff out <laughs> to, to Bachman. I sent it to her. She grilled. Brennan. Mueller, Comey, and General Flynn on using drones. And he's like, that's, he lied and said, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And then she was like, yeah, well, this, this. And he's like, that's classified. We can't talk about it here. Because they were using, they were unauthorized. They didn't have authorization from Congress to go kill people with Mm -hmm. drones. Mm -hmm. You know, this is how they operate. While you think there's checks and balances, there's really not. There are crimes. And those of you who have served know this too. I'm preaching to the choir. You know how sideways everything is. You know how they're raping us. You know, you're sitting there with your fuzzy on in, in the sand. Like I would see this, you know, because I, I was a contractor, right? So I'm hanging out with these people. And you would see them and they're making, what, $2,000, $3,000 a month in the sand. And then the contract is doing the same job, but because it's general so-and-so's contracting company, that guy's getting paid 20 grand to do the fuzzy's job. And the taxpayer's paying for that. Guess who's making that 500% intake? The generals and the admirals that have retired and created these corporations. General Jones. That's one. I know, know, but that's that's an example. Hayden is a problem. Hayden is a problem. Clapper's a problem. Look at Brennan. He's sitting on BioLife's board, right? Look at them where they are. They're sitting there and they're reaping benefits, right? After abusing us, washing money through U.S. uh, international development funds, right? This is terrible. Like nation, like our nation is in such a ratchet state. (laughs) Ratchet is the word of the day. Because when I saw that mayor from New York say, oh, Kansas, they're not a brand. New York is a brand. Shucks. And look like he was like ready to pop into and spit out some verses. Like, what is that? This is what we have running New York, you know, reducing conversation between states in regards to branding. Like, this is where we're at. It's crazy to you guys. We've got a president that can't tie his shoe, right? Right. (laughs) I feel like we're doing what we did to Puerto Rico. We've given so much money to Ukraine. You would think that Biden's the president of Ukraine. They're getting more money than five states combined. I don't think we have that much money set aside for the hurricane that's coming in. No. Like another $12 billion. Like, I'm sorry. What are we doing there? Are we annexing them? Are they going to be part of the U.S.? Because that's the shit we did to Puerto Rico, if you remember. We gave them all this money and they were called the debt. They couldn't pay it. So we just took it. Are we doing the same thing with Ukraine now? Gary. 
president? What president is he of? America or Ukraine? Kind of looks like he's the president of Ukraine. He's yeah. giving your money away. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think, Brian, number two? That would be that guy over there. Yeah. <laughs> who, who, me? Yeah. 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 Okay. He's the president I mean, uh, of Ukraine or... I, I've said that a lot, you know, um, like, you know, obviously, I don't know. Um, hopefully, I'll see you in 24 because uh, I'm running in 24 as well. Really? Um, I know you're right really? now. Yeah, that's, that's me here. Um, the second district, Brad Winsor seat. That's, uh, that's what I'm going for. Awesome. Um, see, that's amazing. That's what we need, more people to run. 2023 yeah, it, 2024 has got to be congested. I agree, man. You know, they, 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 they want to say, you, you know, uh, Biden is – uh, he keeps he keeps sending us money, sending us money, sending us money, but uh, but that's just a that's just a back door, that's just a back door funnel money back to, back to, yeah, you know, back to money. You know what I mean? You already know. You already know what it is. And I think that I think they're doing. That. I mean, we all know this is on purpose. It's by design. They're doing what they're doing, and it's up to us. It's up to people like you, people like me. I mean, I'm I'm in this fight. Believe that I'm in this fight more than you'll ever know. And um. I'm here to tell you that we've got we've got the people. I, I, I say it all the time. We have got what the government doesn't have, and that's people. You know, there's 540, that's right. There's 545, and you know, make up our Congress. How we when are we going to stop letting 545 people dictate with 335 million people mm-hmm. are doing? We're underrepresented. I think we need more representatives. Then you we can't do. buy them out. 535 people is a walk in the park for people like Amazon, Walmart, Facebook, you know, Craigslist. Yeah. 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 And I'm stressing Craigslist because that's part of my story. We'd be very surprised. I wouldn't buy a sofa from someone on Craigslist, but apparently it's great for election security, whatever. Apparently. <laughs> All right. I, I apologize. I apologize to this real quick. Um, I mean, I got to work tomorrow morning. Uh, the show is past nine o'clock. Um, I want to go to each one, each one of the Patriots that are here. A last question for Tori. Uh, Dawn first. Oh Lord. I don't know. I mean, I, you're a strong woman and, um, I'm on this show every Tuesday with these guys and I considered myself a strong person. Um, we all, like you said, we've all gone through our past with some negative things. One of the biggest things that just slapped me in the face of what truth came out of you, this is more of a statement than it is a question, is who the people you have worked with opened their eyes, including ours. And I just want to thank you for that because there was so many people skeptical um, because we are creatures of habit as far as um, not reading into someone deeper and uh, rumored, I guess. And thanks for that, because I'm going to tell you what, I think you've woke up a lot of people here tonight, and uh, thank you for that. I hope so. I want all those people that go run for office, go take, you know, take take the reins of their community. You know, when uh, on, on, on telegram in my groups in all States, like I was like, guys, and they do that. We do it in Ohio. We have 10 regions. They meet, they have potluck. They meet once a month, once a week, depending on the frequency. And this happens across the world. 
like yeah. in Germany and Italy, I have groups in India and in Africa and they all meet and they discuss like the things, the current events or what they could be doing and what they can't be doing, mm-hmm. you know? And actually two years ago, I told my audience that there's going to be a period of time. <laughs> they just don't remember that, that I may not be able to be doing a lot of podcasts because I'll be busy. Yeah. You know, I think this is the period of time because it all comes to it. If all of us meet in person, we get to know each other. We create a bigger family. Yes. The, mm-hmm. the, the ties that I've seen between people through these groups is incredible. You meet people that are like-minded that want the same thing. And that's the foundations of America. And we, sometimes, you know, you just got to start at the beginning. If you want to solve a problem going somewhere in the middle, usually can I drop an F bomb? Sure. Fuck shit up. right it usually does so it's like let's step aside but thank you i appreciate you i i'm not doing anything except for everything you're doing i just seem you know i know but you woke up you've woke people up a little bit here tonight and that is something we try to do on a weekly freaking basis i appreciate that you just feel like sometimes you're just back paddling and back paddling and i think your honesty and your um, your know-how and your algorithm checks, uh, all of it, um, it it will either humble people or wake them up. And I hope that it does both. I hope so. Amen. Uh, Brian, number two. That's you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I just got to say, you know, I mean, uh, a lot of what you talk about, I've listened to your podcast uh, and uh, you know, I mean, you, you've got my vote, obviously. I just, I hope you do stick to your guns. I hope you do hold these people accountable because I know everything that comes to the governor's office is it, it goes straight to the secretary. You know what I mean? Um, so uh, I hope that you fuck some shit up. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, F A F O or or how my pronouns. Now I'll tell you what. You know how you know I'm going to stick to my guns because I can tell you that in 20, 2018, when they had secret subpoenas on me, they were trying to find something. They wanted me in jail like so bad and they couldn't. So they went civil. They're like, we're just going to trash her instead. right? I could have rolled over. They told me pay us 500 bucks, sign this assurance of voluntary compliance and make it all go away. Guess what I said? No. And instead I got shamed for it, but I was okay with that. You know why? Because it matters to me that I didn't bend the knee and roll over getting away with this. And if I could put that foot down when I didn't have people, I was still in the shadows. I was, you know, freshly fired. I just rolled up a bunch of marshals. The the U.S. marshal in North Dakota deputy was rolled up. The Wells County Sheriff was rolled up. The U.S. North Dakota marshal resigned in the middle of the night, right? All of them. So I wasn't anyone that, if I died, no one would have seen it. It would have been like thumped somewhere in the night. And I didn't bend the knee. So there's no way I would go back on my word. If I did that, knowing that I was going to pay for it, and the only person that got something out of it was me. If you don't stand for anything, you'll fall for everything. Amen. That's right. Don, can you mute your uh... – oh, you're already muted. It's somebody else. Okay. Um, Thank you. Mr. Josh, your last uh... – I don't have a question at all. I I think all the questions that we could ask have been kind of sponged here. And I I just want to appreciate you again for being a genuine human being and winning winning my heart back to understanding that, Hey, maybe, maybe we could do something here. 
because <laughs> um, like yeah. I've said in the past, if you watch some of these shows, I, I'm not one that's uh, very keen on wanting to vote. I'm only going because I love these guys on this panel and I love a few of my brothers and sisters that I talk to and they say, Josh, you need to keep going. So I, I'm still going. But with people like you running and, and people like Brian running, I'll, I'll go out and support something like that. That's something I can tell my friends to go out and support. And uh, feel good doing so. So thank you for your genuine. Thank you. I yeah, appreciate being genuine. So appreciate you. And always yeah. vote. In yeah. 2016, your vote didn't matter anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Intervention there. And the algorithm, they couldn't re-hijack it. So you know, always have faith that there's always something there to, to stop what's going. We do our duties, right? And we keep ourselves honest, like like the example I gave. I knew that the only one that was going to benefit from me saying no, right, and going through all that was me, knowing that I'm keeping myself straight. And that's the way we keep our country straight, with the vote. So we should always do it regardless if it if they're snipping it or not. At least we try. Indeed. It's called integrity. It's called I'm all character. about this. I don't, know, I don't know about that. We'll do some voting, too, I guess, but to, because we got to keep this down, I guess. I, I'll keep that away. I'll, I'll put them away. All right. <laughs> hey, Josh, in the meantime, uh, why don't you do what you normally do every week and sure. say a prayer with Tori, all of Absolutely. us together. Absolutely. All right. Go ahead. Father Josh. God, I thank you, Lord, for divine protection over Tori right now. I thank you for protection over her family. Right now, Father, I just pray that everyone here right now that within the sound of my voice would just stretch out their hands and that they would just put it toward Tori right now, that, that they would just pray for her protection, pray for her family. Lord, she is doing such a mighty work right now, God. And father, there's some things that I know that are going to try to come against her because when you're doing the right thing, when you're, when you're holding to integrity, when you're holding to your word, father, there are many that are going to try to come against her. So we just pray and thank you for divine protection. We thank you for mighty angels that gather around her and her family, protecting her day and night throughout all of this. Father, we thank you, Lord, for a great state of Ohio that we live in, that we get to call home, that you have blessed us with being able to call our home. And Father God, we just thank you, Lord, that you're going before this. We know, Father God, that the battle is always already won because you are in the fight. You are in this. You are with us. You have protected her this far. And so, Father God, we thank you for raising up a generation, Father, that will stand beside her and that will do the right thing, that we will do the right thing, Father, according to your will and purpose in our lives and in this world and in this country. Father, we thank you, Lord, for all that you're going to do. We believe you. We thank you for everyone and everything that was spoken here tonight. We thank you, Father God, that it was that it has raised some eyebrows, that has at very least brought some questions to some hearts, and that, Father God, it would just be increased that they would be able to awaken and see that, Father God, that things are not the way they should be and that we need to correct them. We thank you for your glory. We thank you for your honor. We thank you so much, Father God, for your love that never fails and is always for us. We give you glory and honor right now, Father, in Jesus' name. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 And, Tori, how about some last words for the people out there that are listening and us as well? Okay, first of all, let me just say, for us all, this is so cool. This roundtable discussion, I should do that stuff. Yeah. Like, no, seriously, this is so cool. I'm so I'm kind of jealous that you guys like know each other and you hang out and and you <laughs> and you dish out politics. I am kind of jealous. Now we need more of that, actually, 
you know, um, I want everyone to know that going into these elections, I've got 40 days, right? And I'm hoping that I can get these machines um, taken taken out of the equation, right? But what's important is that every time we sit down at a dining table, coffee table, public, at home, with family and friends, we should have these discussions. We should be having conversations about what we want in our community. We should be sharing them. And we're not all going to agree, right? right? And that's fine. You know, and we don't have the same majority rules either, right? We can all be courteous and there's more than enough room and things to go around. We need conversation. We need to, to be honest. Do we want to just continue living in an institutionalized environment? Because that's basically it. We've been busy picking out backsplash and they've been doing, look how much. They've changed our economy. They've changed the structure of our health, right? They're now going to be commanding what we put in our bodies. They're taking our children, right? They're changing the laws that protect them. The courts and the laws aren't to protect you. It's to protect the corporations. When the lockdown happened, all these big businesses, Walmart made a ton of money. The, the mom and pop shop didn't. Right. You know, Pizza Hut made money. The little, the little pizza joint didn't. Car washes were shut down. Wedding dress outfits were shut down, but not, you know, the big box stores. See, we need these conversations and we need to have people there that will say it's not right. Not everything we do is perfect, right? All of us don't do things perfectly, but right. we do what's right and uh, what's right. That, that's what has to be done. What's right, not what's easy. Yeah. What's right. So that's all I have to say is people should do what's right. If they want to listen to rumors about me, that's fine. But they should meet me because most of these people, they talk and they don't even know me. They don't even know what I look like. Kid you not. I had someone say, oh, are you? Oh, my God. What did she say? <laughs> she said, hey, are you blessed to be in my presence? And I was like, who are you? And she, she was supposedly somebody. I didn't know who she was. <laughs> and then. And and then it clicked like who she was, but I was like, ew, why would she say that? She's like, oh, <laughs> I didn't know what you look like. She said, I I just saw you, and I was like, but you run your mouth about me, and you don't even know what I look like, you know. And I'm a person that will confront people that talk smack about me. I'll go up to them and say, hey, I'm right here. I want to tell it to my face, you know. Amen. Um, they well. People should ask the questions and then they should see why are they making excuses as to why that happened to somebody else, but it can't happen to somebody else. You know, I was lawfare to the ground. And when people bring that up, I'm like, damn, you suck. But then you're sitting here saying everything else is corrupt, what they're doing to Matt and, and Rudy and Sydney yeah. and Trump, but no, they're not doing it to you. And it's like, have you read the case? Yeah. <laughs> like, Have you? Have you actually read the case? And they're like, yeah, well, Vice said so. Oh, get out of my face. Like, I have <laughs> people say things like they have this fake website. And it's like, who would believe any of that? Like, they put things up. And I'm like, I can't protect myself. I can't. Facebook won't protect me. Right? Um, you know, you can't do anything. No. Uh, just go with your heart. I mean, if you think LaRose is doing a great job, then more power to you. <laughs> I don't even know where you live. <laughs> I'm just, we, we Ohioans are going to be the first you watch. It started in Ohio in yeah. 2004. We had our first theft. Theft, remember? Yep. Happened here. Started in Ohio 17 years ago. It ends in Ohio. 
Come on. Later. I love that. There's, many, there's yeah. many prophetic men. I don't know how much about prophecy, you know, but there are many prophetic men of God that have said what you're saying, that everything starts in Ohio, that it's that Ohio will lead the way. I, I, I don't know what that's about, but that's men of, in, in California saying Ohio. Oh, I haven't heard that. But Ohio is. It's the heart of America. That's why they took it away. They wanted people to condition that you're not important. Well, guess what? We're going to find it here, right? That's our logo right. now. We're going to find it here. We're going <laughs> to find the backbone of America here. We're going to find the voice here because if we can get it down, then the rest of America can. And yes. if America can, so can the rest of the world. Come on. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Thank, Thank you very you. much for being here tonight, you. Tori. Come back. Before. I will. I will see you at Aaron Lewis. Don't forget. I've auto. I've I've self invited myself to Lorraine County for something. AaronLewisMusic dot com. I'll bring the crown roll. God bless you, everybody. Go to her website. All right, go to her website. Marisforohio.com. That's M A R A S for Ohio. Dot com and uh, pass the word about her. We need people like Tory in government, you know, to be representing you and I. Thank you very much, Tory, for being here. God bless you, lady. Um, man, I don't think there's much else that needs to be said besides Tory for Ohio, Maris for Ohio, M A R A S for Ohio. Dot com. Go there and pass the word. Uh, we need people like her in government. I've said this for many years, just like Eric Deaton, who I supported way back when in 2010, when he was going against Portman. All right. We need people like her, people like you, all right, that are watching this. Make that sacrifice. Do what you can here in Ohio and for that matter around this country for the righteousness of this nation. Standing up, speaking out, and getting involved. Using the abilities and talents that God has given you to fight back and take back our country. It starts here in Ohio, and we'll filter it throughout this whole nation. You watch. Just like Tori says, everything starts right here in Ohio. Thank you all for being here. I do have to shut her down because I have to work tomorrow morning. Uh, it'll come. It'll come too quick. But thank you for being here Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, 7 p.m., Live Truth Radio. Make sure you go to Tori's site, Maris4Ohio.com, M-A-R-A-S-4Ohio.com, Torysays.com. Go to both of them. Support her in any way, shape, and form that you can. And go to uh, Facebook and check out, just put it in the search, all right, We the People Freedom Ohio. All right, we can all get together October 29th in Lorraine and having a big old Patriot party at the Aaron Lewis concert. Hope to see you there and hope to see you here on Thursday and Saturday. God bless you all and God bless America. This is Brian Lang with Live Truth Radio and TV. I'm out. This song goes out to all those that have served, all those that are serving now and especially those that gave their all in service of our great nation. I thank you, and God bless each and every one of you. I'm just trying to be a father, raise a daughter and a son. 
Be a lover to their mother Everything to everyone Up and down bright and early I'm all business in my suit